You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all. Jewelry that makes you feel like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hell, I suck at dating. With Dean Unglert and Jared Haven, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hey, welcome back to Help, I Suck at Dating. Well, not welcome back. I guess this is the beginning of an all-new episode of Help, I Suck at Dating. I'm Jared Haven, of course, joined by Dean Ungler, once again recording in the van, just the way we all like it. And we have a very special guest who's currently on the line with us right now, right off the bat. You know her from Nick Viola's season of The Bachelor. It is Elizabeth Sandoz. Uh, Liz, how you doing? Long time no see. I know, I'm good. I feel like so much has happened in everybody's lives over the last few years. Yeah, no kidding. Well, You're a I married mean, man, congratulations. Thank you very much. As you can see, my wife just decides to come in and out of the room oh, while sorry. recording. So rude. <laughs> uh, but Liz, how are you doing? I mean, you know, obviously a lot of the people who listen to this podcast know you from the Bachelor franchise. You were on Nick's season. Uh, you had the storyline that you and Nick had met beforehand at Jaden Tanner's wedding. Um, but how are you doing since then? Great. I mean, I... It was really weird because like right when that uh, started airing is when I met like, well, not when I met when I started dating my now husband. So that like season started coming out when we started dating and then his whole family just got to see the bachelor version of me. And I'm like, (laughs) I swear I'm not crazy. Like get to know the real me. But um, I mean, it obviously ended up working out. I got married and I had my first kid. Uh, six months ago and um, you know, congratulations. Thank you. And now I'm just doing a lot of the doula stuff. I found an awesome job here at a hospital in Chicago where I get to work as a doula with an awesome midwife group and along other nurses and, and doulas. So just, I feel like I'm following my passion, which is awesome. So, so what is a doula? Just had a kid? <laughs> uh, six months ago. Yeah. Six months ago. Gotcha. Well, Hey, as it, as it turns out, Jared and Ashley are actually working on having a kid for themselves. Yes, we right. are. That's so cool. Liz, as a, a now expert, because you know, you've done it before. What kind of advice would you have for Jared and Ashley? Oh my gosh. I mean, so much. It depends on what they're looking for. Um, but I mean, I'll start with telling <laughs> uh, you, you know, a human that. would be first and foremost. Yeah. Just yeah. That, that, oh my gosh. there, I mean, it, it changes your life. It's so crazy. I was 
like literally today was the first time that I got to experience my daughter throwing up in my mouth. And then oh, my good God. Eating, right. I know. And then my dog eating her poopy diaper. So I'm like, oh my gosh, this is motherhood. Like there's mm. just things that you'll never be prepared for. Uh, but there's also things you can do to help prepare you to make that transition a little bit smoother for sure. How and grossed I'm- out do you get? Do you get grossed out or your kids own poop and vomit? Yeah, I um, I have these really loud, obnoxious gag attacks, which my husband finds hilarious. Um, like they're obnoxious and I can't control them. So I'm just really nervous because she's starting to eat solid foods, which means her poops are going to be really disgusting. Um, so that's, I, I don't know how I'm going to do it. How do you well, survive? Well, doesn't, I thought baby poop smells worse than regular poop. No, that's a myth that I've believed in all this time in my, on this world. Yeah, the first poop that, um, I love how we're starting the conversation with poop. (laughs) Hey, that's an important question, you know? Like, honestly, whenever I talk about having kids, like, one of the first things people talk about are, like, changing diapers and just how, yeah, oh, you're going to be, you're just going to be surrounded by vomit and poop and dirt all the time. It's like, okay, cool. Looking forward to that. The breastfeeding formula poops aren't that bad. It's when they start eating solids. It's like, it'd be, it's like a real human grown up poop just in a diaper and it's disgusting. Got it. Yeah. What about uh, Liz? So Jared obviously has to have the baby before any of this stuff could happen. What kind of advice would you have for him to uh, uh, help conceive the child? (laughs) Yes. Um, So you're in the fun part now, right? Trying to have a baby. For the most part, sometimes it's not that fun. Sometimes it is work. You're like, okay, we have to do it right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is really hard. Um, but I mean, the advice would be to try to have fun with it because th- these are the last moments that you guys are going to get with just you two. And that is going to change once you have a kid, you know, even if you get a night out away with Ashley, you know, you, you get a weekend away, you're still going to be thinking and worrying about your kids. Mm-hmm. So these are going to be the last moments of you enjoying just each other. So like, try to like really enjoy it. as much as it gets stressful and you're trying to be like, okay, we need to do it right now because I'm ovulating and we need to make a baby. And this is our window of opportunity, you know? Mm-hmm. So who cares? Let's, you know, we don't need to kiss. Let's just get it done with. <laughs> uh, you know? I mean, we still kiss, but you know, it's definitely like, <laughs> I feel it's, it's so weird to even talk about like sex while trying to conceive. Cause it's like, you know, you're like, okay, let's let's do it we got to do it right now and let's just get it done and and then that's in my head so it makes it increasingly worse as dean can attest to when you have all this pressure on you to be like okay you gotta like let's go let's go let's go wait a second wait a second how can i attest to that because well as a guy sometimes when you i'm sure it's very similar to being a female but i can only talk about my own experience as being a guy when you think about something like that too much like oh no like i'm either lasting too long or it's not lasting long enough like you you overthink things and then you immediately lose it i don't know that's what happens with me i just need to make a baby (laughs) yeah Yeah. liz how did that how did that work for you and your husband and obviously if you don't feel like talking about it but you have no obligation to whatsoever but was it like a was it a similar situation to Jared and Ashley where they're planning and trying and all that stuff? Or was it just like, we'll, we'll just keep doing what we're doing. And if it happens, great. If not, we try to keep that mentality of like, if it happens just because I think working as a doula, I see the stress that it can create. And so we're like, all right, let's, it actually, we weren't even planning on trying yet. 
but then my husband's grandma passed away and we were at the funeral and all the family was together. And we're like, man, this is what we want. Like we want to be surrounded by family. Like let's just stop preventing and start trying and we'll see what happens. And, um, you know, it, it was, we tried to just let it happen. Although I could just say like from the female side, it's hard. Like, even though he, I wasn't telling him like, Hey, I'm ovulating right now, whatever I was tracking. So then I'm like, Hey, like, let's, you know, you want to, you know, <laughs> trying to like plan my ovulation. Yeah, I'm going to slip into something more comfortable. <laughs> right, right. Although like he, you know, we were trying not to get too stressed, but I know that as it goes on, it does get stressful. Um, so I think that that advice is really hard to give when people are like, Hey, don't worry about it. It's like, okay. You know, but a lot easier said than done. Just like a lot of things in life are right. So I would just say like, just make sure that you guys are really enjoying yourself together because once she does get pregnant, um, you never know how that pregnancy could affect her. Like everybody is so different. You could be the healthiest person in the world and do everything right and feel so shitty during pregnancy, be throwing up all the time and be horrible. Or you could be like a junk food freak and feel great throughout your pregnancies. So once she gets pregnant, like everything already kind of starts to change a little bit. So I would just say try to like really enjoy what you have now. Well, Liz, I feel like we could talk to you all day. Unfortunately, our time is up. Everybody listening right now, make sure you go check out Liz's podcast. You've had this podcast for many years, Miraculous Mamas. Um, everybody go check that out. You can go get that wherever you get your podcast, Apple Podcasts, all that good stuff. Um, Liz, you have to come back because this was not enough time with you. Yeah, I'd love to talk more about doula stuff with you if you guys ever want to hear that. And more What is the- a doula, actually, just very quickly, because I have no idea. So Isn't we, it the part of your brain that controls anger? Yeah. Medulla oblongata. Very close. Very close. <laughs> Not anger. But no, uh, Dula, basically we partner alongside you to help you throughout your birthing experience. So before, during, and after, we provide emotional comfort, physical support throughout labor and delivery, and informational support. So we're the only constant that's with you from beginning to end. Your doctor, midwives, nurses have to kind of come and go, but we're this with you the entire time. And there's awesome research and statistics that show why doulas are freaking amazing. So everyone should get one. Well, yeah, let's have you back and talk about it more. I'm down for that. That sounds good to me. Fun. All right. Absolutely. Thanks for right. joining us. It sounds like you got some work to do too, though. So yeah. <laughs> Thanks so much for having me on. See you, Liz. Bye, Liz. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black lead brand, we make room for another black lead brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing Black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash blackandunlimited to discover all the amazing Black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes, and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The Pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois and my life has never been the same and I love her so much. And I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. 
Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and, and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive, June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin, I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline. And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great. But also, I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. All right, welcome back to iHeartRadio's podcast, Help I Suck at Dating. Dean, myself, still here. We have a very special guest who's Zooming in. Right now, he is a linebacker from the NFL for the Baltimore Ravens, who actually, if I'm pretty sure, is a free agent right now. So we'll see where he ends up. It is Matthew Judon. Matthew, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. Uh, thank y'all for having me, man. I'm, I'm glad that y'all think I'm good enough at dating to come and lend some advice and all that good stuff. Well, you're, you're a new parent. Congratulations. No, no, no. Oh, no, no. Me, you, you, just had, uh, you just had a baby. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, he uh he's one, and then uh I w- I was new five years ago, but now I'm true to this. Yeah. <clears throat> so how you doing? How's parent life? How you? How's everything going? Parent life is kind. Of, uh, parent life is good. It's it's funny. Uh, uh. So I was a single dad this week, this whole week, uh, because my wife took Leo, which is my youngest. When she went to Miami with uh, her sisters and some friends, you know, they had a little girl trip and it was good for me to just be alone by myself. So uh, I was alone with Anaya and she was telling me like the funniest, craziest stuff. And I'm like, dang, I don't, like you kind of really smart. Like you're getting older. 
and it's just crazy to watch her from, you know, like videos pop up on your phone of of her like barely walking, barely talking. You still got pictures and stuff. And you're like, man, I still remember you as this little kid. And now I kind of feel like how my parents feel. And now I want to go back and see my mom and uh, my parents. And, you know, I haven't seen them since the COVID and stuff because they Mm -hmm. live in Michigan. I was in Maryland. So being a parent just makes you understand your parents a little bit more. And it makes you appreciate, you know, your kids a little bit more, even though, you know, you love and adore them and give them the world. But you're just like, dang, this is what my mom sees out of me or my dad seen out of me. So uh, parent life is, is, is good, man. It puts a lot of stuff in perspective for you. Matt, I'm, uh, I'm hoping you can help us out. So before we had John here, we were just talking to Jared about uh, how he and his wife are working on, on, on having their first child. Sounds like you've done it uh-huh. a couple times already. So what kind of yeah. advice would you have for, for Jared or just for anyone really that's trying to have a kid that, you know, uh, not that they've been unsuccessful so far, but just like, is there any type of tips that you have kind of going into it for him? All right. Well, first of all, first of all, jokingly, you gotta, you gotta practice by yourself and swing it around in the mirror. That's how you get the good ones. Yeah. Okay. But, but honestly, don't make it a job. I think everybody be like, all right, well, we want to have a baby. We got to do it on these days and these days. And this is how we got to do it. And I'm ovulating right here. And, you know, still be in that relationship and still have those moments of vulnerability and and have fun, you know, because uh, that's what y'all was doing. I don't know when you met your wife, but maybe from college on and and now instead of it being an intimate time, it turned into like we got to do it now at 630 uh, in this position uh, <laughs> with 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 no light. Like, you know, you know, just just don't turn it. Don't turn it into that. Just be like, all right, well, now we're ready to have a child in our world. And if it, that happens, OK, we're ready for it. But don't make the act of having a child a, a job to to take the fun out of it. You mean you got to keep it fun, lighthearted and, you know, uh, always, always like spruce it up, do something. You know, you never hear that from the, from the man himself. He's saying uh, that's, he's what, saying I'm tr- that's what we're trying to do sometimes, like because we're we're about four or five months into actively trying. So sometimes, you know, it feels a little bit uh, more like a job than it should. So I totally yeah. agree. We we do things yeah. to have fun, of course. Look, look, I mean, look, after, after this podcast, and you're done. Go to, you know, go to a local beauty supply, get you like a wig, get go, then go get you like some short shorts. And, you know, surprise her, you know, at four o'clock in the afternoon tomorrow with a wig and some short shorts and see, see if that turns around. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I mean, hey, why not? Try then, something different. Then get, then, yeah. Then get to it, man. Then, and then, you know, that that might be a story you tell your, your little <laughs> man, your little woman when she comes of age. Like, Matt, I got to ask, know? are you speaking from experience with that method or? <laughs> Man, you you know my girl my girl likes some stuff, man. I can't be telling y'all the, you know, you know Look, I'm dropping I, some gems. I, I think I think a lot of people are listening right now, you know, trying to maybe understand good ways to spruce it up. I'm not saying, you know, uh, that you need to kind of rat your wife out or anything like that, but it's a, it's a good advice at the end of the day. 
Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's all advice, and, and we all do stuff differently, and maybe you just haven't tried that, you know? Or, or maybe you, a lot of people, like, don't talk about sex, and they just, they kind of have it, and they, they have those intimate moments, but they, like, outside of those moments, it's kind of taboo, and, you know, they don't, they don't talk about it if the lights are on. Like, okay, let's talk about this thing. Like, let's let's really find out what your interests are. You know, if we if we're married, if we partners, let's let me find out what your real interests are and what you actually like to do. Cause maybe I'm not I you know, because I know what I like and I'm gonna get what I like off, but maybe I'm not, you know, fully getting to what you like to do. And so so and then vice versa. Maybe it's something you might want your girl to do that she not might not might not know that you like and she might be willing to try, but you just never talk to her about it. Yeah, that's a that's a big thing we talk about a lot on this podcast too, is communication. Because you're right. I feel like especially right like when you're younger, you're always just kind of focused on yourself, doing what you like, and then you get older and you're like, wait a second, there's someone else here with me. Maybe I should uh, ask them what they like and uh, what they want me to do for them. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. You got to have that conversation, man. It's just especially as Matt, Matt and, and, you know, Dean, you can attest to you've been in a long term relationship. It's just, sure. you know, you got to spice things up every once in a while. You got to change things up. And if you don't talk about it, it's never going to change. Um, exactly. But Matthew, how long? So how long have you been married? Uh, we're going on three years. Oh, congratulations. How did you uh, how'd you guys meet? We, we met on Tinder. Oh, very nice. nice. And how it, long? It, it was it was young Tinder though. It was like when it first came out, and uh, and I was I was in college. I just had got out of uh, out of relationship, and uh, you know, I was just swiping right. You feel me? And she swiped right, and then uh, we met. We met like she 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 if she tell you a story, she was like, I didn't want to meet you at first. <laughs> And I was like, I was like, man, damn! Like, well, well, why? Why didn't she want to meet you? I, like, I was, you know, I was an athlete, and she didn't want to be like, you hear me? We we get bad reps because we athletes, and not uh, too many good athlete stories get told. It's only the bad ones. Yeah, that's true. So, am I getting lost? So you, you hear oh, about all the bad, life. you know, stuff that athletes might do, and then. She was like, I didn't know if I wanted to go down that road. Uh, you know, luckily for her, she did. And we uh went through with it. Uh but uh so our first our first our first time meeting, we was supposed like uh, to start this story off, I got nine brothers and sisters. Thanks. And I was I was in college up uh, two and a half hours away from me. And sometimes they just pop up on my doorstep, like not telling me. So the first time we go out, you know, we've been kind of texting back and forth. And she's like, no, nah, I don't know. And I was like, all right, it's cool. It's, like, I didn't heard no before. It's all right. And then she was like, well, maybe I'll meet you out. And then so she I didn't have a car in college. My first car I got when I got to the NFL. Uh, so I have a car. So she was supposed to come pick me up and we was going to go to the movies because Uber wasn't like a big thing yet. So we, so she was coming to pick me up like 20 minutes before she came and picked me up. My two older brothers walked in the crib. They walked in the crib. I'm like, 
what are y'all doing here? It's like, man, we just came down here for the weekend. I'm like, <laughs> y'all not, y'all not gonna call me or nothing. Man, man, you don't be, you don't be doing nothing. So, like the first time she came, I had to cancel like that day. I was like, I'm not about to leave my brothers at my house by myself. So you can come and like hang out with us and stuff. And so she just, she, she was real chill about it, man. She came over, she hung out with us. Uh, she was real cool. We had a good time. And then, you know, the rest is history. And so, you know, now she's, uh, she's, uh, she got my last name. So when did you know she was the one? A lot of people who, you know, email us or ask us, how do you guys know when that person is the one? Uh, just, just do hanging out and, uh, and, and just, dang, that, that's a hard question. It really is. Like, I don't think, I don't think, uh, I don't think you really know when the one is, but you like, you like, I can see myself doing the rest of my life with this person and people put too much in it. Oh, is this the one or uh is it another one out there for me like you can you can find anybody and make them the one and try to like put them in a certain parameter as the one or she has it all or he has it all but i i found myself through her characteristics through the things that we went through in life knowing that i could spend the rest of my life with this woman and be a, a okay uh with that and so that's that's when i knew and it it was you know when, when i met her when i met her it wasn't like i was gonna be a, a all-star athlete i went to a division two school in in western michigan and uh and the first year we actually started talking i tore my acl so it wasn't like judon was on the road to, road to greatness then like in athletics but uh, she she stuck by me. She was there, even though even though like even when after I got out of surgery, I was like, I don't even want you close to me. I just want to be like next to my mom. Like I was hurt, you know, because I had I had this plan in my head, like how how my career was gonna go. And so she was like, okay, I understand. If you ever need me, just let me know. And she was she was cool about everything and how. Uh, you know, my my first year in the league, I was like, like this when she she knew she wanted to marry me, but but like I wasn't like gone home for marriage yet. And my first year in the NFL, uh, I was like, I, I didn't know how it was gonna go because I told you, you know, I'm a Division two athlete. People get cut in the NFL every day, and I was like, I don't know if I want you because we had a daughter at that time. I had a daughter my senior year in college. Uh, and I was like, I don't know if I want you and Anaya, uh, is her name, to come out here to Baltimore where we have no family, we have we have no back end. You don't know nobody. I really don't know, know nobody. And I was like, I don't want y'all to come out for until I get established in, it, in the league because I can get cut, I can get traded. We don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And she was hot about that. She did not like that. She was like, I don't care what you say. I'm coming. I don't want to be away from you. This is mm-hmm. my family. And she did not like that. And I was like, all right, yeah, like, like, I, 
I really liked that she was fighting for us to be a family. Yeah, it's and, a good sign just, that she's the one. Right, and she, and she was like trying to stay together, but like I got my way because I was like, if I get cut and then I sign a lease and then I gotta go sign a lease somewhere else, like I don't want you to. But when I knew I was gonna like be on the Ravens and be a good player, I was like, all right, y'all come out here. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, Matt, we're going to take a quick break, but we had a lot of our uh, listeners email us questions that they want your help answering. Kind of like a like ask a guy anything sort of thing. Is that cool with you? Yeah, yeah. Let, let's get into that. All right, cool. We're going to take one quick break to, to talk to our sponsors real quick, but we're going to be right back, and we'll jump right into that. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products you can add to your daily routine. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois and my life has never been the same and I love her so much and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much. With Pappy, he just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just and a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we, we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And, and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So... I, I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and, and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive, June 7th to 9th. And the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin. 
I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline. And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great, but also I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. All right, welcome back to Help by Suck at Dating. We're, of course, going to answer your emails, but we're going to answer some guy questions that were sent in to us by, of course, the best audience in the world, the Suck Army. Uh, so, uh, Matt, let's start with the first one. How do you balance football, family, and friends? Oh. Because as, as you said, yeah, the NFL, I mean, that's like it's one of the most demanding jobs anybody could have. So the idea of balancing that, family, and then you're also, you know, your own personal health and how do you balance that? Uh, well, first, first family is is two different dynamics. When you get married, you have your family, then you have, you know, immediate family, meaning like mom, brothers, sisters, and, and also her family, mom, brother, and sisters, because you know you become one. I think I think those always come first. You know, first is is your family, who's in your household, who you have to protect and care for. Uh, then secondly, it becomes immediate family. Uh, and that's, that's also mixed in with friends, you know, if they need something, cause right now, uh, I'm in Arizona for a friend's birthday. Uh, but I made sure last night I made sure I went and picked up, you know, I came a day late. So I made sure I went and picked up my wife from the airport, seeing Leo and, uh, you know, had a had a couple hours with them before I flew out. Uh and then it was fans, family and what uh football. Football is it is when you're in football, like the season and stuff, that that kind of trumps everything mm-hmm. besides besides like birthdays and and stuff like that. But uh you know during football I didn't miss some of my friends' weddings. Uh, I'd have missed some some stuff that I, I would like to be at, but I can't. You know, like Christmases, Thanksgiving, we, uh, uh, you know, you you kind of miss some of that stuff. But yeah. uh, you make you make time, you make time for your family. So if my daughter got a recital, or if she need me like to go to a daddy daughter dance, or if Leo has an appointment that I, I need to go to, or friends and and need. I make time for that stuff, but football is a priority during the season. Mm-hmm. Out of season, out of season, mm-hmm. I'm not really, I'm not really thinking too much about football. It, it's all, it's all the friend stuff because I don't, I only have so much time in this league. And you know, say if I have a long career, which most people careers, you know, it could be thirty years. You could be doing something for thirty years, but yeah. My ma- my max career is probably fifteen years, you know. Yeah. So uh, I got half that time, so I make that time. I try to like maximize that time and be the best at that time. But uh, during the off season, you know, I mix family with my career. So when I work out, Brienne works out, mm-hmm. and then we take we take a Leo 
and when Anaya's not at school, we take her, and and they see, you know, the fruits of our labors. It's like, okay, we get to we get to live in this house, but this house is paid for with all this sweat and all this hard work, mm-hmm. or we get to, we get to go on this trip, but you know, before before I got on a flight out here, I I was lifting this morning, because you know that's. That's how that's how I pay for everything, mm-hmm. you know. So so with my body and all that stuff. So, you know, you you make time for the friends and family, but when it's football, it's football number one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and you guys, uh, you guys are dedicated to your profession to say the least. Um, so yeah. another uh, another member of the audience, as we'll call them, uh, wants to know now. Before you met your beautiful wife, Brienne. Did you have a pickup line that you used to try to use on girls? And then if you did, what was your go-to pickup line? Oh, no. See, I didn't have a pickup line, I, you know, but I'm like silly. So I always interacted with girls uh, through jokes or trying to make them laugh and stuff like that. Because I feel like once that, like that was the icebreaker to make them laugh or, or tell jokes. And, and to get and to get them in an easier mindset or a more comfortable mindset. Yeah. And instead of like so they can put their guard down, like, you know, maybe I could have a conversation with this person. But it it wasn't I didn't never have a pickup line. I wish I did. I wish I had like a cool pickup line that worked, you know, eighty percent of the time, but <laughs> I didn't. No, same here. I had no pickup lines. I'm sure if you had a pickup line it would have worked for you pretty well over at Grand Valley. Yeah, no kidding. I don't know about that, man. I don't see y'all seeing me now. You know, y'all got y'all got to go to the before pictures, uh, my Grand Valley pictures, man. I had I got braces my uh, rookie year in the league. Like my teeth was like not, you know. Now I smile all the time, but my teeth wasn't straight <laughs> when uh when I was at Grand Valley, man. I was still handsome, and that helped. <laughs> but you know, now that I look back, I was like, sheesh. Hey, so so when you're out of season, we also have this question here. When you're out of season, right, and it's just you, the wife, the kids, how do you uh, prioritize alone time with just you and the wife? Like, how do you how do you like segment your time to get away from the kids? Well, so I take baths uh, one like once a week, and Brienne will come in there, and we have like flip cards. We got a whole bunch of like cards, and they just ask us questions, like very in depth questions about ourselves and about how we see how we see our partner and we answer those we try to answer those questions very honestly and then uh at night uh you know after we put leo to sleep and uh anaya goes to sleep that's our that's our time that's our time you know sometimes we she's flipping through zillow and i'm on a video game but uh, if she ever wants to talk, she knows like if she if she just says like, all right, we need to talk like right now. That's I, she got my undivided attention because we don't we don't have to worry about no kids or anything like that. And then uh, you got to try to have one day out of the week, you know, one night out of the week that y'all get away from the kids and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Get a get a babysitter. Y'all can go out. It's hard during COVID. But y'all can go out and find a new restaurant, try something new, or you know, just go to the go to the old classics. If you and your girl 
like to drink, you know, go to like one of y'all favorite bars or if y'all like to eat, go to one of y'all favorite restaurants or try something new. You know, you can go to I fly with your girl or something or I don't I don't recommend I don't really recommend movies that much because you don't really get to talk like yeah. that. You know, it, it's you know, it's time spent, but, you know, she might really have she might have had a hard week. And if y'all go to the movies, you know, she she can't really talk to you like that or you can't really talk to her like that is if it's something on your chest. So but uh, sometimes movies is good. Uh, we went and seen me and Brienne went and saw uh, a stars born with lady gaga mm-hmm. and and like it was just a, it was we didn't even know what the movie was we just we just knew we didn't want to go see the other movie so we was like all right man we'll go see it. bradley cooper in it we'll go see it i like bradley cooper do you remember what the other I movie did. was that you didn't want to see now i'm curious it was it was uh it was kind of late we just had gotten back to michigan <laughs> from maryland we we dropped the kids off we dropped a night off at her grandma house and uh it was it was the movie about queen oh yeah oh yeah uh, yeah yeah. Uh, yeah i didn't want to I, see that either <laughs> I, I i forget the name but it was the movie about queen and we was like it, it's between that and bradley cooper so, so we went and saw uh we went and saw good Stars Born. it was it was a real good movie man that's one of my favorite movies now no, but I agree with you. I think going to the movies, we've always said this is a bad first date because, like you said, it's time spent, but it's not quality time spent. So mm-hmm. if you're not comfortable, if you don't know the other person, why would you go to a dark theater where you can't talk to one another? It just doesn't make sense in my yeah. mind. Yeah. Well, Matthew, th- thanks, man, for joining us. We really appreciate it. Uh, I do. I'm sorry. I got to ask this one question as a as a diehard Boston sports fan, like. <laughs> Dante Hightower's coming back. I think you'd look good in a Patriots uniform. You and Hightower, linebackers in New hey, England. You know, I'm just, I'm know, just, I, I, I'm saying. I mean, uh, man, you, what's crazy is the friend I'm out here in Arizona with, you know, not to name drop, but uh, Carl Davis. So he, uh, he wanted the nose tackles, and he been recruiting pretty heavy too. So uh, I mean, long as I can, long as I can wear 99, man, we're good. We're good. So tell. So tell Bill to hit me up. I will. Man, I, I'll text Bill check right now. <laughs> I got. Yeah, I got to say you would look good in blue, but a different shade of blue. Uh, maybe paired with a little bit of orange too. I don't know. I can just see you playing in Denver. It just seems Dean's like a Broncos fan. Oh I, yeah, I, I hear that, man. Uh, but I don't know about the altitude. Yeah, you don't want to. Nah, who wants to play up quick. in like two, yeah. a thousand feet in the air? Nobody wants that. Here's the thing. The Broncos are built to win, you know, the next, you know, Matt, you, you got, like you said, you got 10, 11, 12 more years in your career. Broncos are going to be winning a pretty, pretty good amount those 10 years. So, Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Totally. Uh, <laughs> I well, Well, I heard the Orange Crush love you when you out there. So I might have to, I might have to go. I'm keeping my options open, man. I'm, I'm single right now to the NFL. I'm taking in my relationship status but <laughs> to the <laughs> To the NFL, you know, I'm single and ready to mingle. So you need like a Tinder for finding the right NFL team or something, <laughs> right? Okay, you know what? I might, I might have to swipe right on. I might swipe left on some teams, but I'll swipe right on most of them. I think you'll find the right <laughs> team. You'll you'll be an asset to wherever you go. So Matthew, thank you so much for joining us. We pr- really appreciate it. We're sending all our love to you and your family. Thank you, and as well. And I hope the uh, baby making business as well for you and oh i'm gonna you know, go get that spread. wig hey i'm telling <laughs> you get, hey, 
Get you some wigs and get you some, you know, low cut shorts. I'm telling you, you should. Hey, you know, I'm not gonna knock it till you try. Till I try it, you got you got nice quads. No, oh, eh, they're a little hairy, you know. That's all right, man. And get. You, I don't want to like plug on y'all show, but get you the little manscaper. Oh, the I have manscaper it. Manscaper change. It changed your life, man. Go it's ahead. It's good stuff, man. Manscape them thighs. Get you on one of them little short shorts, and then go ahead, wig and short shorts. Bada bing, bada boom. My wife is she gonna never, be so turned on. <laughs> she never seen you as a blonde before. She's about to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matthew. Thank you so much, man. Thank y'all for having me. Thanks, Matt. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black lead brand, we make room for another black lead brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing Black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies. The list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products you can add to your daily routine. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois and my life has never been the same and I love her so much and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much. With Pappy, he just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just and a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I, I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and, and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive, June 7th to 9th. And the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin. 
I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline. And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great, but also I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. All right, everybody, welcome back. And it is time for our favorite segment, or at least my favorite segment, not to take anything away from our fantastic guests that we always have, but it's always so great to hear from you guys, our emailers, our listeners. Before we get to our emailers, though, there is one thing I want to talk about. Because we're going to be wearing masks for a while. It's important to have the right mask to protect yourself and those around you. Absolutely. And the N95 respirators can provide a big upgrade to your current mask. There are fake and counterfeit versions. So you want to be sure that you have the approved version. That's very important. Secure components. Those guarantee 100% authenticity. I was thinking about how spring break is coming up and people might be traveling on an airplane or they might be going into close quarters into a supermarket where there just can't be six feet of separation. This is one situation where the N95 would be really, really handy. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's funny. I've Dean, I've flown just like you've flown. And obviously I've been in grocery stores many times. I feel way more. I feel so much more safe on a plane than I do in a grocery store. Um, I don't know if you feel the same way, but. That's, I don't know. Every time I go to the grocery store, I always get nervous. But anyway, Secure Components is a trusted source and they provide support, PPE needed for frontline workers, and they are now available to the public when you go to grocery stores. All you have to do is go to securecomponents.com to order masks for you, your friends, and your family, or your business. Go to securecomponents.com to get yours. Anyways, back to the emails. Here we go. Easton, we love when you read emails. You and Mark. We absolutely you guys do. Have the voice of angels, I'll tell you. You guys are so sweet. I want you guys, Easton, I want you to make an audio tape of like you, <laughs> you know, whispering sweet nothing so I can fall asleep to it. That I can do. That I can do. Um, you know, uh, sometimes my wife, when she has trouble sleeping, she, she likes that ASMR stuff. And she nice. has me like, rub her scalp and just say, it doesn't matter what I'm saying. She's like, just say, just whisper something to me. Are you you being serious? I'm being dead serious. And so it kind of rules because I get to talk about all the stuff that I want to talk about that she does not care. So I'll be like, Disneyland is implementing a new annual pass system. (laughs) Like, and it works. It works Uh, for her? It works. She loves it. Yeah. And and I feel like if Ashley was just whispering about the Kardashians into my (laughs) ears as I was falling asleep, I would have a nervous breakdown. I would. I think something like that would put me to sleep because it's like, oh, something I don't care about making me go to bed. You know, (laughs) not that not that the Disney passes isn't something that I don't care about. You know, it's very important. I still have not been on Rise of Resistance. I cannot believe this. Granted, you know, parks are closed or at least Disneyland is Disney World's open. I'm like, I'm just pissed off. Anyway, moving on. Anyway, it's it's a it's a crime. But um, let's get to our first email. This is from Kristen. She says, I have never felt comfortable with PDA. When a partner even tries to hold my hand or put an arm around my shoulder in public, my body automatically tenses up and I flinch as a reflex. 
This has been the foundation of arguments between myself and my past partners. I've been told that my lack of open physical affection makes it difficult for love interests to read whether I'm actually interested in them. How do I navigate the beginning stages of dating where people value social cues, such as a light touch on the arm or a hand on the knee to indicate interest? Do I need to force myself through the discomfort and give my partner that physical affection? Ooh, that's it. That's an interesting one. So she yeah. she tenses up when the date she's on tries to put their arm around her. I think that maybe just means you don't like the person that much, right? <laughs> that could be a factor. Totally. And just for everybody, so we're all on the same page here. PDA, of course, means public display of affection. I don't know. If you flinch, that's not a good sign. But also, Kristen could just be really nervous and she could be shy. But I would say that if that's the case... You should probably practice. You should probably be open to the idea of someone kissing you in public, holding your hand in public, because like I can only speak from my own experience. But if I was trying to show affection to someone that I care about in public and they were not having it, it would make me wildly insecure in our relationship. Huh. Yeah, Why well, are you making her change who she is? I'm not. Yeah. I'm saying that maybe, just maybe, she should be open to the idea of it and try to practice getting comfortable with it. Cause all right, Mark, let me ask you, you're with your wife. You're in the early stages of your dating, you know, uh, experience journey. And then you go in for a kiss in public and she turns away. And then you try to hold her hand and she kind of like slaps it away. You're telling me that you'd be like, Oh no, it's fine. I, this doesn't cause me any type of insecurity at all. I think it'd be a conversation, but also my wife is not as physically affectionate as I am. She's not, you know, some people have that um, physical touch right at the top of their love languages. Mm -hmm. Some people have it way down at the bottom and it sounds like she does. So I don't think, I think she's going to find somebody that she syncs up with and maybe even a guy, because there's plenty of guys out there who aren't interested in that either. And I think it's going to be just fine. I don't think she should change who she is. Mm I think that you can meet in the middle if a guy's really lovey-dovey, but I'm not sure that one's going to work in the long term. But isn't meeting in the middle changing who she is? I mean, I guess there's compromise in every relationship. <laughs> I'm I'm just arguing for the compromise. That's where right. I'm coming here's, from. Here's here's my take on it. So I uh, I'm kind of, I'm not maybe as uh, uh, to to the extreme as Kristen is. Not calling it an extreme, I guess, but. Uh, I also am not the biggest fan of PDA, you know, like I'll hold hands. Sure. I guess. So maybe, you know, I'm not quite as severe as this, but, uh, Kaylin kind of understands that. And I know Kaylin's one of Kaylin's biggest love languages is physical touch. And so our compromise is, and this is different because obviously we've been dating for a while, but when we're like behind closed doors, then I'll give her the physical touch that she, you know, prefers. But like, I don't know. I don't know what it is in public. I just kind of like, you know, do my own thing, wandering around, doing whatever. Um, so there are ways to compromise without necessarily like giving up that part of you. And I agree, like maybe you should just find a guy that's like, okay with not giving you the PDA that you don't want, you know? I think I'm just reading this differently than you guys, because I'm reading this as the words she's telling us, which is that she feels nervous about holding some, having someone hold her hand or put yeah. their arm around her shoulder or as she says, a light touch on the arm or a hand on the knee. Like that's the type of compromise that I'm talk talking about. Listen, I'm not saying that you should just totally go full out makeout mode in the middle of Caraba's restaurant on a Saturday night. But the idea that, you know, someone that she likes that likes her, you know, touches her on the arm and she kind of shakes him away, I think might be something 
you should try working on. Don't change yourself. You know, I get it. I, I, we're all shy. We all have our, our little quirks. But you know, if it's causing arguments with someone that you really care about, uh, I would definitely try to work on it. I think it comes down to communication, right? Yeah. Just as long, so your partner knows that there's a reason you're not going to want to do that in front of other people. Yeah. Yeah. Communication. Communication. Uh, acceptance. I think is really important. Look, like if you're not if you're going to go on a first date with a guy. And you tell him this, that you're not the biggest fan of like holding hands or being touched. And he like takes that as like being, getting upset, freaks out, whatever. Then obviously that's just not your guy. And then eventually one of these days you're going to do it. You're going to go on a date. You're going to go out with a guy. He's going to, you're going to tell him that you don't like the hand holding, all that kind of stuff. And he's going to be like, whoa, no way. I don't like that stuff either. And then bada bing, bada boom, you might've just found your soulmate. I think by like, by just talking about it. Yeah. Communication, communicate it out. You'll be fine. This is from Anonymous. I consider myself bisexual, but have only been in serious relationships with men. That doesn't mean I'm not open to dating women in the future, but I truly see myself with a man long-term. I'm interested in getting married and having kids. Currently, I'm on a dating app to meet men only, and I'm wondering if my sexuality is something I should put in my bio or tell someone after a few dates. In the past, telling guys that I'm dating that I'm bisexual has complicated things. Mm hmm. Yeah, I do think the complication uh, could arise from guys getting like secretly turned on, and be like, "Oh, this girl is gonna like probably want to be in threesomes and stuff all the time," right? Yeah, um, you know, something really quick I want to say. I think I think my wife said this on this podcast, but my my wife is uh, is bisexual, and I, I've known this for a very long time. And uh, I'm not gonna lie; those thoughts have definitely entered my head. <laughs> As they well should, <laughs> you know. Um, but then I remember that I'm I'm me, and that's never gonna go well. Uh, right. But um, it, it's it's something that uh, I like. I think that you should like. I think if you tell someone that on a first date, that definitely like. I don't think that's necessary, but yeah. Like I think that should be a conversation, like fairly early on, because uh, you know, I, I think that. I don't know. It's an it's an important part of someone's identity. It's an important part of you, and I think well, that someone. Easton, let me ask you this, uh, yeah. if you don't mind, please uh, sharing. When did you know? When did you find out? Uh, I, I mean, our situation's weird because we were friends for such a long time, and I I, I knew before we dated, Got like it. officially. So, um, you know, uh, it, it's it's something that. In my in my situation, it just made things easier because I could be like, Scarlett Johansson's really hot, huh? <laughs> and, like, no, she's, and now I'll get a, an honest reaction. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I think it's something that should be discussed early on. That's that's my take. Right, but like you said, not too early on because I think if you talk about it like on the first date or whatever, you kind of set like the wrong precedent. Of like by bringing it up so early, you're kind of like nodding towards being like, hey, like just so you know. Like, this is all possible. Like, I don't know. I just feel like it's kind of, well, it sets the wrong tone. if you. And you can scare people away, too. You might be, there might, there are plenty of people that think that bisexuality is kind of code word for gay. I just don't want to say it yet. And so they're going to be hesitant in that sense. And there's some people who would, if they're insecure and they're kind of a jealous type. I mean, it's one thing to be jealous of other guys. Now you're going to be jealous of everybody in the world. Like, I think that there's other reasons that it could be, um, not attractive to certain people. But I, so I agree early on, maybe not in the bio. Sure, but I also think that if you're going to scare someone away for being bisexual, then it might be better to scare them away early on rather than later. Mm, on. That's a good point. Yeah, 
And there's a big difference between bisexuality and like polyamory, you know, like, like, yeah, because you, yeah. you can be attracted to, to men and women, but also like you want to be in a committed relationship. Totally. It's um, just like being attracted to either a man or a woman and still mm -hmm. wanting to be in a committed relationship, you yeah. know, just because you're uh, sexually attracted to both genders doesn't mean that you want to be in a relationship with everybody. I agree True. with you, Easton. Um, that's, a good, so, that's a good point. We're all attracted to women, but that doesn't mean that we're going to uh, hope to hook up with other women while we're in our you know, exactly. relationship. Yeah. That's a really good point. Yeah. Unless our wife is bisexual. And then for Easton, you know, that could, that could work out really well. <laughs> yeah. Hey man, the possibilities there, baby. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's a tough one. I, I, I guess for me, I'd say early on, uh, I'm not sure if it has to be in your bio, but, um, you know, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with talking about it even on the first or second date. Um, I don't know. That's just me though, but it's certainly not an easy, uh, question to answer because everybody's different and some people might have different reactions to it. Um, but the best to you, uh, anonymous, wish we knew who you were, but I, I mean, I, I understand. Yeah, I, I guess we like, so I've like dated girls that are openly bisexual before. Um, only speaking from my experience, of course, whenever they said that, like it never, it never really phased me. And I think that at the end of the day, you should like, like everyone's basically been saying here, just to kind of like give like a clear cut answer to anonymous, right? Like share what you're comfortable sharing. The right person is not going to judge you one way or the other. Um, and I think at the end of the day, as long as you realize those things, like everything is going to be perfectly fine. I agree. Yeah. Well said, Dean. Well said. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. You're very welcome. Well, is I think it, that's going to do it uh, for this week's episode of Help I Suck at Dating. Did you have a final thought, Dean? I was going to say, is that going to do it for this week's episode of Help I Suck at Dating? You know, great minds think alike. We've been doing this podcast <laughs> too long together. Uh, just one big thank you to the Adventure Challenge. Thank you for letting us be a part of the Adventure Challenge holiday campaign. We certainly love you. We love the book. We love the scratch-off new adventure every week. It really spices up things in uh, my relationship at least as we talked about earlier uh with ash and i so i we always like the surprise of uh what the new challenge could be um and a big thank you to matthew judon uh hopefully he's a new england patriot uh this fall that'd be really nice or a denver bronco i'll give it to you dean or a tampa bay buccaneer or a buccaneer if he wants to win the super bowl uh <laughs> <laughs> uh poor i'm sorry mark anyway uh big thank you to elizabeth sandos you can uh, of course listen to her podcast miracle mamas um you can get that wherever podcasts are available and i think that will do it dean thank you for just being you the wonderful man you are you're welcome it's uh currently 10 degrees outside i am recording from a van that is turned off the heater is off so there's no audio disturbances that's for mark and easton and of course, for the listeners out there, you know, I want you guys to get the best experience you can out of this. I'm simply just looking for a little bit of uh, uh, maybe like a, a quiet applause because I'm freezing my butt off in an unheated van in 10 degree weather in the middle of a snowstorm in Idaho. But you didn't need to know that. I just felt like sharing it. So that'll do it for this week's episode of Help I Suck at Dating. I'm looking forward to next week next week's episode because, hey... Maybe we'll suck just a little bit less. Follow Help by Suck at Dating on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. On Thursday, February 29th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., you can celebrate an extra day of Black History Month with Walmart. This event is free and open to the public at two locations, Flatiron Plaza in New York City 
in Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's the perfect time to try, like, and share black lead products. It's free, it's for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with black lead products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it. Love at First Sight still exists. It's available at your local shelter. This June 7th to 9th, join the Pedigree Adoption Drive and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more and see full terms and conditions. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports. You can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com.